Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Well, maybe it wasn't the way they had drawn it up, and maybe it's not the typical way we're used to seeing the Apple Sox win, but they got the job done on a Wednesday night as they walked off the Port Angeles lefties 3-2. I'm Joel Norman, and we thank you again for tuning in to another edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. What a game. Another low-scoring affair. The two teams combined for four runs on Tuesday night in a 3-1 Port Angeles win. And you had to figure the Apple Sox would bounce back. And I, I think we expected maybe a few more runs, but whatever it takes, they got the job done regardless in a great walk-off victory, the third walk-off win of the season. Before we get to how they walked it off, let's go through how this one started. Hunter Gibson was unbelievable for the Apple Sox once again. Two starts for him this summer. Six innings in both of them. Unfortunately, he is uh, wrapped up for the summer. He's getting some rest after leading the NWAC in innings pitched this past spring. But he was great. Six dominant innings. He retired each of the first ten hitters that he faced in order. Had four different innings in which he retired the side. One, two, three. And he struck out six in his awesome start. Unfortunately, though, picked up a no decision on Wednesday night. Two balls and two strikes to count. One down and nobody on here at the top of the second. Swing and a miss. First strike three. Back-to-back punch outs now for Hunter Gibson. At two down here in the frame. The 2-2. Nice breaking ball. And that's in there for call. Strike three. Perhaps home plate umpire Chris Castro waiting for that one to land. But it does find the edge of the zone for strike three. Three punch outs already for Gibson. The payoff pitch coming from the Sox right-hander. Swing and a miss. It gets away for a moment from Putnam. Picks it up and tags Nunez out on his way over to first base. And there is one away to begin the fourth inning. One and two the count. The pitch is swung on a miss for strike three. Fifth strikeout of the game for Hunter Gibson. And that retires the side. No runs on two hits, no errors, and two men left on base in the top of the fourth. The 3-2, swing and a miss for strike three. Six strikeouts for Hunter Gibson as he tosses his fourth 1-2-3 inning of the ball game. Gibson was awesome, and going into the sixth inning, the game was scoreless, partly thanks to him, and he had a pretty good pitcher going up against him as well. Shea Blanchard was phenomenal for the lefties as he did not allow any runs in five innings before departing. But in the sixth inning, the floodgates opened up a little bit for both teams. With two quick outs to start the sixth inning, it looked like Gibson was going to go six scoreless for the second consecutive outing. However, the Port Angeles lefties were able to strike with four consecutive base hits with two outs to score two runs. But the Apple Sox would have an answer as we went into the bottom of the sixth inning. When Anchi, to that point, had been 0 for 5 in the game with runners on base. But Josh Williams got it all started, leading off with a walk. Easton Amundsen would also draw a walk. Brandon Ponce had a ground ball to third that looked like it was going to be a double play. Now, there was the out recorded at third base, but the throw to first base couldn't be handled, and Ponce reached on a fielder's choice, and that would be very important. Pitching change led to MJ Sweeney stepping up and cashing in to get the Apple Sox on the board. The right-handers, 3-2 pitch to Sweeney, swung on and punched out toward right center. A long run in, and unable to get to it is Jackson. Amundsen had to hold up. He comes around and scores. Pond stumbles around third. He will return to the bag, but the Apple Sox are on the board. They break an 0-6 stretch when batting with runners in scoring position, 
And now at runners at first and third as MJ Sweeney delivers an RBI single here in the sixth inning. Sweeney delivered a huge RBI single for the Apple Sox, and then Carson Owen stepped up and tied the game up. The one-two pitch coming from Penninger. Sweeney fakes taking off as Olin punches this one into shallow left field. Dying fast but able to make the grab is the left fielder Shuhart. Ponce tags from third. The throw coming in. It cannot be handled by Taylor. He will score and we are tied up once more. A sacrifice fly by Carson Olin. Give credit to Brandon Ponce tagging on a very shallow fly ball to left. He comes in to score. It was a really shallow fly ball out to left field but Olin got it just deep enough and you know, Mitch Darlington was pretty ready to go there. He was ready to send Brandon Ponce from third base. There was no hesitation from Ponce, and he scored. The throw would have been pretty bang-bang had it been easily received by the catcher, Chase Taylor. Bobbled it a little bit, and as a result, it was an easy run then for the Apple Sox. So that tied it up, and we would not get another run until later and, and in the ninth inning, but mostly because of the great effort in relief from Evan Canfield. Three shutout innings, no hits, one walk, and four strikeouts for the big right-hander. The right-hander comes ready. Check second, now comes home. The one-two, swing and a miss. First strike three. Roberto Nunez strikes out for the second time in this game. And we head to the seventh inning stretch. We're all knotted up. It's a two-to-two game between Wenatchee and Port Angeles. No balls and two strikes the count with one down. Choi on deck, Canfield fires, swing and a miss for strike three. Two away to open up the eighth inning as the right-hander gets his third strikeout of the night. Here's the 2-2 from Canfield. Swing and a miss for strike three. Four punch outs for Evan Canfield in two scoreless innings of relief as he goes 1-2-3 through the lefty's order here in the eighth inning. We head to the bottom of the eighth. What actually looking to take the lead? It's 2-2 here on the Apple Sox Radio Network. He improved to 2-0 with that fantastic outing for the Apple Sox in relief. And, boy, such a great weapon out of the bullpen. Dropped his ERA down to 150 this season. And then the Apple Sox came through in the bottom of the ninth inning. They got their third walk-off win of the season as Reed Boyd opened up the inning with a single. Mason Strong was pinch hitting for Nick Putnam. Stepped up and couldn't put down the bunt successfully on the first two pitches, but eventually did get it done with two strikes on him. That moved Boyd into scoring position. Now, Sebastian David was intentionally walked, and then Frankie Carney also drew a walk as well. So fun to see him battle in at-bats and really make uh, a really tough situation there. That loaded up the bases with one out, and then Josh Williams stepped up to the plate. It wasn't pretty, but it was effective. Williams batting with the bases loaded. One out. He hits this ball to the right side. This should bring in the winning run, and it will. A throwing error there from Roberto Nunez, and Wenatchee walks it off with a 3-2 victory here tonight at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Williams running away from everyone, out toward left field, all the way from first base. And he is able to be mobbed by the Apple Sox and gets the Gatorade bath as Wenatchee picks up the win to even up the series in walk-off fashion. Williams grounded a ball to the right side that was unable to be handled by Roberto Nunez, second baseman for Port Angeles. He gobbled it up, through to second, but missed way wide. And basically with one out and the bases loaded, you could hear it from the call, the run was almost likely to score. Nunez had to hurry. He, If he could turn two, he would have sent the game to extra innings. He couldn't get any outs. And 
Kind of signs of the strange series that Nunez has had. He entered Tuesday night with a hitting streak of 19 games. He is 0 for 8 in two games against the Apple Sox. And their pitching staff just continues to roll. Three runs given up on Tuesday, two runs given up on Wednesday night. There's something patriotic about celebrating summer with a baseball game and some fireworks afterward. It seems even better when it's a part of your 4th of July celebrations. Don't miss the Apple Sox 7.05 p.m. game against the Dub Sea Fish Sticks on Monday, July 3rd with a post-game fireworks show to follow presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group. Don't delay. Purchase your tickets now at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. Well, the Apple Sox walk it off, taking a 3-2 victory against the Port Angeles lefties. They even up this midweek series after losing on Tuesday night, get a huge win on Wednesday. I'm Joel Norman, and we are joined now by tonight's starting pitcher for Wodanchi, Hunter Gibson, who kind of did almost exactly what he did in his first start of the summer, six innings, but did give up the two runs, six hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. Hunter, we were just talking about a second ago. Two outs in that sixth inning. Things were going so well for you to that point. And what was the biggest reason why you were having so much success here today? Just really filling up the zone, and they were just uh, <clears throat> they were making making my pitches look good. Honestly, I was just throwing strikes, and they were getting out. That works in a lot of ways. You had a lot of one, two, three innings. The first, the second, the third, and the fifth. Nine up, nine down. In fact, ten up, ten up, ten down in this game. It had to be really good to get a quick start like that. I imagine as a starting pitcher, you really like when you can get your legs under you, probably gain more confidence that way. Yeah, for sure, especially in this heat. It's nice to not be out on the mountain for more than three hitters. So it's nice to get back in the dugout and get some water. How do you stay cool on a hot day like this? Just sit in the shade as much as you can and drink a lot of water. That's all I was doing today. I was going to say, I'm sure that water cooler was out probably by the third or fourth inning oh, yeah. at this game, the way you guys were going, understandably, yeah. with the heat as well. game like this, though, where you didn't have a lot of run support, in fact, it all came after you departed. Do you, In a low-scoring game, do you feel any more pressure on the mound? Not necessarily. I just know i got to stay more focused than if I have a little bit of a lead. Not that I come unfocused when I get a lead, but more focused than with a lead for sure. Sure, and in a situation like that too where it's been low scoring, it's been hard to find runs. I, I, I think you guys, I mean, you were here all last year. I don't think this was something you expected coming into this series against Port Angeles, but their pitching staff has brought it, and you guys have kind of had to be toe-for-toe toe with them. You know, for you in a game like this, in the midst of that sixth inning, you're having a little bit of trouble. How did you settle yourself down? Because that's, that's got to be a tough spot where four straight hits, but there's two outs in the inning. What were you doing to calm yourself down there? just knew that I just needed one more out and I was done with my outing so just kept telling myself just just get the next guy yeah and that certainly worked out here Hunter this was your second summer with the Apple Sox last outing of the summer in this game 12 games for you in the two years what has it meant pitching for the Apple Sox these last two summers I've loved it it's just been a lot of fun come out here feel like it's always pressure free just enjoying this the weather it's finally good to have some nice weather up in Washington it's always a little bit later till you get good weather around here so just feels good to be out. So obviously we know you're done pitching for the summer. Tell everyone what you'll be doing, though, for the rest of the summer. Working. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Hunter, thank you for the time. Thank you for a couple of great summers for you here these last years. It's been a lot of fun watching you pitch, man. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Hunter Gibson joining us after his great outing in this one. Hunter with the six innings of work, two runs allowed, six hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. He suffered the no decision in this game, but, boy, he was so good, almost worthy of getting that victory in this one and now joining us it's josh williams who 
it's not every day that you have a guy join after technically an 0 for 4 night with the walk, but he got the job done. And Josh <laughs> Williams did so as he joins us here, reached on an error in the ninth inning to bring in the winning run. What's going through your mind in that moment? Because it's a ground ball to the right side. Obviously, Port Angeles knows they've got to turn two to be perfect. What, what are you thinking as you're running the first there? Um, I'm just thinking I just got to beat this throw out. Um, I had a feeling it was just going to, like, if he fields it cleanly and throws it to the shortstop, shortstop might make a bang-bang play. So I'm just trying to make sure that I get down to first as fast as I can. That's then, a, yeah. I think that's exactly that's the right call. I mean, you look at it, they had to be perfect there mm. to not lose the game. But you're stepping up to the plate in the situation. Are you kind of thinking kind of the way you were talking with just how you were running? Were you just thinking, i got to put the ball in play and we'll probably win this game? Yeah, I mean, I was walking up to the plate. I'm thinking I want to get this run in relatively early. So I'm just going to go after the first pitch that I like. And the pitch was in her third. Uh, probably could have gotten better barrel to it. But, I mean, got the job done at the end of the day. But, um in the moment, I felt like I could have put a better swing on it, but at the same time, still gave it a hard 90 and gave, him a, gave us a chance to win. So And it worked out. Yeah. So in a situation like this, this is your, your first time of the summer driving in a walk-off run. Have, when's the last time you drove in the walk-off run in a game? Because I always wonder about that when you guys are getting chased. What's going through your mind? When you're, when's the last time you can remember that you drove in a walk-off run? I have never been the guy that the people are chasing. Really? Yeah, I've always been the guy that are, that's chasing the one guy that got the walk-off. So that was my first quote-unquote walk-off. But, um, yeah, it was pretty different feeling being the guy that's being chased. <laughs> you ran quite a long way. Yeah, I didn't want to get touched. And then everyone just followed me, and then I'm like, oh, I might as well just embrace this and then just get the water cooler thrown on me. <laughs> All the way out to left field. Probably had to feel pretty good with how hot today was. Yeah, it was a scorcher. It was a little warmer one. But, yeah, the water definitely felt good. Runs have been tough for you guys these last two days. Heading into tomorrow, rubber bands trying to win another series. What do you have to do to try and get the offense going? Yeah, uh, well, first, I mean, the pitch, the the staff has done a really good job these past two days. I mean, three runs yesterday, putting us in a good position to win. We just couldn't get the bats going. And then today, I think two. Um, and they're just doing a great job of just limiting their runs and limiting damage when runners get on. Um, but in terms of going into tomorrow, I just feel like we just have a chance to win a series, and we're not really – don't really have to do anything much more than that. We just got to come out and compete like we've been doing. Um, hopefully the work that we've been doing will pay off and we'll be able to throw a couple runs on the board more than today and yesterday. Awesome. Well, Josh, thank you for the time. Hopefully you get to be part of a few more walk-offs to get chased. <laughs> Maybe you'll know what to do the next time. Then. Yeah. Thank you for the time. Thank you. That was Josh Williams, Apple Sox center fielder, who helped plate the walk-off run in this one for Wadanchee. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox host the Port Angeles Lefties this week at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Don't miss a $2 off Tuesday, a chance to win prizes just by attending Wednesday's game, and another Thirsty Thursday. First pitch all three nights is at 6.35. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. Apple Sox are walk-off winners of the second game of the three-game set against the Port Angeles Lefties by a 3-2 to two score. In the bottom of the ninth inning with the bases loaded, Josh Williams drove in 
the game-winning run. It was an error, but they all count the same. And the man who just said that. Joining us now, pitching coach Mike Gallia. Mike, we were talking about this pitching staff before the game, and it continues to be the theme of this season. Just two runs given up. And I think, in a way, if you were only going to give up two runs, it was fitting that it was at the end of a great outing from Hunter Gibson. He has two outs in that sixth inning, gives up four consecutive singles, but really a great effort from him here tonight. What stood out on in his outing? Yeah, man, I'm really I'm kind of bummed out that we're losing Hunter there. He's been uh, he's been nails for us in his couple outings he's had. Um, you know, he just competes out there and gives our defense a shot, uh, makes some plays behind him, and you know that's pretty much all you can ask for when we're. When we're uh, getting into the box and stuff like that, you got a pitcher that's throwing zeros up for you. That's, that's what happens. you got the guy who led the NWAC at innings, though, I guess. They get shut down. Boy, has he been so fun to watch this season. He was working so fast early on. I wondered if we might get done in less than two hours, the way the right. game had started. I, I felt like that pace was probably something. As a pitching coach, you see that. Do you just kind of leave that alone, or do you say, let's keep it going? You know, yeah, no, the pace is huge for me. I'm a, you know, I like to push the pace, push tempo against hitters and stuff like that. And, you know, it makes it easy when he's in the strike zone, flipping strikes with whatever pitch he's throwing. So, um, yeah, I kind of just left it alone, and, and, you know, he felt good. So we kept running back out. Evan Canfield for the final three innings. It seems like he pitches better when it's a tight game, when there's a bit of a lead maybe. I'm not, not suggesting. Obviously, you can relax a little bit. I think that's natural human tendency. But Evan's a gamer. We've seen this a couple of times this year, and he did it again, three shutout tonight. Yeah, man, he just wants the ball. He, he knows that when it's a tight game that, you know, he's in the back of our minds right there. And, uh, again, he feeds off that energy, and he loves pitching in those situations. And, you know, as a coach, that's the guy I want to give a ball to, is, you know, somebody that wants to be in that situation every time. How fun is it having a weapon like him out of the bullpen? It's awesome, man. You know, you know, and I, I wasn't here, obviously, last year, but, you know, Evan's been working a lot on his days off, and, uh, just kind of refining some pitches, adding some pitches to his uh, arsenal and things like that. So it's fun to see those things pay off a little bit. I think my favorite thing about watching guys like him pitch, guys like Brandon Ponson and clean up is, and I, I, that's the part where you, I know you weren't here, but these guys are just picking right up where they were last year. Sometimes I have to check the date to see what year it is with the way some of these guys are doing things, especially when you get a good effort like that from Hunter Gibson. But the resiliency of you guys really showed in this game and I imagine that was something that you kind of had to talk about before this one. It's been a couple of long days. You've got the kids' camps. I know that's added up to a lot of it. and it's, it's warming up late in June here. How do you keep the guys battling and locked in in a season like this where for some of them, you know, they've been here about four weeks already? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, we kind of let, you know, let the guys make their own energy and things like that. But in, in a long day, you know, we, we do kind of have to fire them up a little bit, get something going for them. But, you know, at the end of the day, we got our work cut out for us in the first half here. So, um, if that doesn't fire you up just from a competitive standpoint, then I don't know what will. So uh, these guys have been working hard. They've been solid all week. You know, obviously not the two ball games that we wanted to, uh, you know, come off this two-day break from. But, uh, you know, I think our best baseball is still in front of us, and I'm excited to see how we respond tomorrow. Saw it a moment ago. Bellingham lost. That's it got to be an even better feeling after a walk-off win. Yeah, man, a lot of credit to those guys. They've been playing really good baseball. So, you know, they've been playing really good baseball. There's a lot of teams out here that are uh, that are playing some competitive baseball, too. I think we're right up there with them. Awesome. Mike, we appreciate the time. Let's go get a series victory tomorrow. What do you say? Let's go do it. All right. That was the pitching coach, Mike Callia. Thank you for joining us. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, 
and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Tuesday night, the Apple Sox got a huge pitching effort in their loss against Port Angeles as Michael Keneally went four scoreless innings and struck out seven despite Wenatchee losing 3-1. to one. Now, Keneally was a big part of that one, and on Wednesday, I had a chance to speak with him prior to the Apple Sox walk-off victory against the Port Angeles lefties. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by Apple Sox relief pitcher Michael Keneally, who had himself a really strong outing last night, going four shutout innings with a season-high seven strikeouts. And, Mike, we were just talking a moment ago, wondered if you were going to get that call for that fourth inning. Three shutouts so far. What was the conversation like before you went out for the ninth inning? Uh, coach was asked if it felt good. I said, yeah, I felt like I could keep throwing strikes. So we wanted to go back out there and try to get a win. But uh didn't work out, but we'll get one tonight. <laughs> Two tough outings before that. Yeah. You bounced back in spectacular yeah. fashion last night. What was the difference for you on the mound? Uh, just diff- just changing my preparation a little bit and warm-ups, just adapting to what went wrong. And uh, like Coach Callia said, after, that's the new standard. So just keep, keep living the same how I was last night. Got a couple of strong outings here at home already. The one on opening night, I think it was three in- innings in that one, four innings last night. What do you love about pitching here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium? Oh, it's fun. I love the energy. I've never played in front of this many people and this much energy. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I like it. What's it been like being on this team? You had a couple of guys you knew when you came here from Spokane Falls. You've gotten to meet some others. How's that gone so far? Yeah, it was great to have some guys I knew coming in, like Garrett, and uh, just to help me out. But all the guys are great, and we see them all really tightened up now. It's a great group of guys. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You had a huge spring this past year with Spokane Falls. When you look back at that season, what was a, the biggest reason you felt like you had a big standout freshman year? Um, I just preparation, I guess, just throwing a lot of strikes and just being able to compete and show coach that I could compete all the time and get a lot of outings and just throw a lot of strikes, get a lot of outs. Was that kind of nice? We talked about the, the friendship with Garrett. Was that kind of nice to get the call right after him in relief last night? Oh, yeah. It wasn't the first time we've done that. So it was a lot of fun. I always love doing that. It's a lot of fun. You were first team all NWAC East region as a relief pitcher, so you're very comfortable going out of the bullpen. Take me through your routine a little bit. What do you do on a day you know I might go? Obviously today is going to be a little yeah. different than other days, but maybe a day like yesterday. How did you prepare for an outing like that? Um, well, like I said, I made some changes, but just stretching a lot and throwing before the game, but not getting myself too tired, saving the bullets, and uh, just a lot of stretching, staying loose throughout the game as a reliever. you got to stay loose because you never know when you'll go in. So staying loose, Callie is always telling me, keep my body moving and stuff. So staying moving, really. So a day like this where you're not going to be in uniform, is it going to be staying moving by cheering the team on a lot in the dugout? Oh, yeah, it's cheerleader mode today. We're in spectator mode today. (laughs) Keeping the turfs on. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be kind of a fun change of pace, though, in a way. You you have a day where you do some stuff, and the next day you get to kind of help lead the rest of the team in a way. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun just being here, just helping out win games even if you're not in the game. So it's a lot of fun just being around the guys. Like I said, it's a great group. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you for the time. Great job last night. Looking forward to the next time you're on the mound. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Apple Sox relief pitcher Michael Keneally, who, as I mentioned two nights ago, had a really big outing, four scoreless in relief. In the series against the lefties, the Apple Sox have only used two different relievers, and they've combined to toss seven shutout innings. Keneally for four innings on Tuesday, and Canfield for three shutout on Wednesday night. 
That's it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. We thank you for tuning in once again. And we remind you the Apple Sox will take on the lefties tonight at 6.35 p.m. in the rubber match of the three-game set. It's a thirsty Thursday at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium with $3 general admission tickets and discounts on adult beverages all game long. Hope to see you at that game. If not, we hope that you can tune into the action. Listen live on kcsyfm.com. I'm Joel Norman, thanking you once again for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.